Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Lost Hero, Chapter 11, Leo. Leo didn't stick around after Piper turned beautiful. Sure, it was amazing and all. She's got makeup, it's a miracle. Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. Poor boy. Poor boy. Poor, slightly misogynistic boy. Mm. Neve, Ava, how are we this week? Hi, Brayden. Hi, Neve. Long time no see. Uh, truly. So long. I'm doing good. Um, had a very long training day today, but it was all good stuff. And yeah. It's so insane that move-in is this weekend. I, like, can't even believe it. Yeah, it's so... There's been, like, every... Because I've been here for... This is my fourth week here. Yes, because I came back early. And it's, like, just, like, slowly every day, more and more people show up. And it's really bizarre. Like, the dining hall, so full today. I hated it. I, it's like nice that people are coming back I'm excited to see other people in a more normal way but also like I don't want to wait in line in the dining hall <laughs> this is purely a selfish like I like to I like to to be alone while I eat <laughs> fair Ava how are you doing you have okay. in my what you have yet to join us but will very soon True. I am still coming on campus early just by a day, but it counts. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I don't know. I've mostly been like nervous because packing is stressful. Um, but I got really excited today. Um, just like randomly middle of the day, just, you know, it's going to be good. Um, yeah. And I don't know, what did I, I don't know what I did today, but tomorrow I'm going to a fun little thrift store and I'm excited about that. But yeah, that's about it. I'm I'm doing okay. How are you, Brayden? <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm doing much better than I was the last time I was asked the, that question on this podcast. Um, <laughs> probably only because my week wasn't, like I had the worst week imaginable and therefore like there was no way this past week could top it, even though it wasn't perfect. Um, my my show goes up Wednesday. Neve has to see it on Wednesday. Um, so like, I wouldn't go see it anyways. Like, I have to see it. That's true. Like, yeah, my, my job is taking me to go see it, but, like, I would see it anyways. That's true. That's true. I am not discrediting Neve's... Neve's um, <laughs> I'm just, like, uh, I can't believe people have to see this. 
but I actually, I do, I'm proud of it. And I do think it's good. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I'm waiting for. I got a really cool gig today. Yeah, um, you did. Yes, you did. I just had a, I had a meeting. Um, I am an assistant directing a, a, a really cool queer adaption of Romeo and Juliet that I'm very excited about. I'm very excited to be part of it. And it's a, a new uh, visiting director. Um, and I'm excited to work with them. Yeah, so th- things are looking up here in Mule. I really think you're just gonna straight up say Duloc. Like I, I was gonna say Duloc because I was like, that's stupid. Then I was gonna say our school, and I was like, well, actually, people have to put in some effort if they want to try to find out where we go to school. Um, and I'm not gonna make it super easy for them. So mur, 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 yeah. is the sound that I will insert instead. Welcome back to Return to Camp Pathwood. <laughs> this week we were talking about The Lost Hero, chapters 11 to 14, through the theme of connection. Oh. Uh, Neve, this week will be giving our 45 second recap. Um, yes, she will. I think we have committed to the 45 seconds, but. I think it's a good amount. Yeah, I think it worked well last week. I so, think. yeah. Whenever you're ready. All right. Okay. Three, two, one, go. So we open with Leo and his absolutely tragic backstory. I know we have said a lot about him, but this is so upsetting. He had an aunt who tried to kill him like multiple times. And like we, the reader and him have now all grasped like that aunt was probably Hera. Um, And then Leo killed his mom trying to protect himself with powers that he like didn't know how to control yet. It's just very sad Um, by lighting up a warehouse. So upsetting. Um, And then we move on to the next chapter and he goes like, oh yeah, he goes hunting for the dragon and then the dragon finds him and like releases flames, doesn't get burned. He like fixes him up and makes him nice and names him Thetis. And then Festa shows him Bunker 9, and I'm not going to explain that because I think I don't have time. Then it's Jason that he dreamed about wolves and rescuing Juno, and then he remembers that Talia is his sister. I had to make the sound because I accidentally said it for 45 minutes. <laughs> it's been 45 seconds, so I was watching the clock. So, I skipped some stuff with the Jason stuff in there, but, you know, I got the main two points of Jason's. That was pretty good. Yeah, there was so much, especially in the first two chapters, and then Jason's chapters didn't really matter, so. Yeah. One of them was, was like, so short. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I dream about wolves and Juno and Talia's my sister. Yeah. Indeed. That's a big reveal. I guess that's important. But, eh. Yeah. Other than that, the Leo stuff is far more interesting. Yeah. What songs have we brought this week to share with the class? Mine is silly. I was thinking about it and I was like, I really can't like come up with a good like deep cut or like a good sort of emotional reason for a profound choice. So I chose um, Fix You by Coldplay because he fixes him like, physically oh my god (laughs) i told you (sighs) that truly was a silly silly choice it was 
Oh my gosh. Um, I, I thought of a real answer, but I also, at a party this weekend, just told Neve that I would be picking a different song. And therefore, um, I don't know what chapter it directly really, okay, here's how I'm gonna relate it back. Um, so we are introduced to, to Gia in these chapters. We see her as a sleeping woman and we find out that the entire plot of Heroes of Olympus is about like preventing her from waking up. And like, there's a lot of themes in the whole thing about waking up. Um, and <laughs> like Jason wakes up, he doesn't know where he is. Um, and like that's referenced with the dreams. Therefore, <laughs> I have chosen the best song of all time. I know. Hands down, no contest. Uh, Waking Up in Vegas by Katy Perry. I knew it. I knew it. Yes. That's good. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. Both because it's a good choice and because I promised Neve at a party that I I would. Period. As you should. Um, Mine is a song that I feel like I might have already said for a different playlist. Um, Repeats are allowed. Okay, well, it's so, it's so I Don't Let Me Down by an artist called Clinton Kane. Found him on YouTube. Some of the saddest shit I have ever heard, like in a great way, like in a, like I want to cry to this kind of way. Um, and just by the title, you know, it's a lot about letting yourself down, which I feel like Leo talks a lot about going through in these chapters, so... Oh, that's so sad. Sorry, I didn't know we were going on a silly vibe for these very serious and upsetting chapters. I would have picked something silly. My 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 serious answer, I I I, I promised I would do Waking Up in Vegas, so I, I I'm nothing if not holding to my word. But my serious answer, just to share, I it's also kind of cheesy, but I think would be impactful is um, "Icy Fire" by Ed Sheeran. I love that song. Such a, ironically. But like, just like picture like baby Leo sitting in the burning down mechanics house as it like pans out, like to see the fire surrounding him. It's like, I see a fire inside the mountain. And that's also what the vibe of the song is, right? Like the production. It really is. And I know it's from a different movie. I know it's from a bad movie. Bad, bad movie. Nothing but Hobbit slander here. I've never seen it. I don't think I will. Terrible. It's terrible. The first one is eh, fine. The Desolation of Smog. Eh, Battle of the Five Armies it doesn't exist. You can't <laughs> convince me it does. I'm, a, I'm not even a huge fan of the original Lord of the Rings movie, so I don't know why I thought I would like The Hobbit. I like the book. I have a, I have a picture book version of it. It's very pretty. Oh. Yeah. What did we forget? <laughs> Um, a lot. Actually, that's a lie. Not a lot about Leo's backstory. I remember Leo's backstory being sad. I don't remember all the specifics. I remember the ant thing. I forgot about his mom. That was very sad. I forgot that that's what happened. I'll tell you what I remembered. Um, because <laughs> that for me is now what I do. I remembered that Jason and Talia are siblings. 
I remembered vaguely. <laughs> Not Braided spitting water out. <laughs> I can't. I remembered the dragon. You remember that there was a dragon. Correct. <laughs> Ava, it's on the cover of the book. Well, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, I, I also remembered um, that the dragon did not have like all of like wasn't well like I forgot like what parts of it were um or him apologies um were not in great condition but I knew that he wasn't feeling 100% I forgot everything else (laughs) I'm so serious I just like the way that you phrased it like yeah that dragon was not well. He was not feeling 100%. Not well. And I think, I think we can all relate to that. So true. In the theme of dragon, we can all relate to. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I, I remember most of Leo's backstory because it's like haunting. Mm-hmm. It's so like, so fucking tragic right off the bat. And then like, we get hints of Jason's backstory. And it's like fine. I guess it is also a tragic backstory. We don't get the full details, but like he does. I, to be fair, they they all got tragic backstories, but Leo's is the saddest because he kills his mother. Yeah, yeah. Anything else we forgot? Alrighty then, let's take a break. all right we're back (laughs) so this week's theme is connection where do we see the theme of connection this is perhaps the broadest theme i have ever chosen something i think is interesting about being a demigod altogether um is kind of the fact kind of like the special ability that like these people have to foster connections with animals um that sort of regular humans cannot um like i I like your sentiment i just have to point out i had no idea that's where we were going (laughs) but i'm so interested to see what you have to say that's fair um like, I feel like Percy can absolutely connect on a different level with horses and any thing of the type, um, hippocampi, et cetera, um, through like actual communication. I feel like normally mortals relationships with animals can sometimes be patronizing towards the animals can sometimes be condescending. Um, and it's very much a power dynamic, but I think demigods have, an ability to connect with animals or I guess non-humanoid, but still somehow living things um, in a way that is more equal. And I feel like both parties reap more benefits of knowing the other. Um, So I think like, for example, Leo's relationship with Festus um, is very mutually beneficial. Um, Like one of my... (laughs) It's a weird way to draw it back, but um, one of my 
dance teachers <laughs> talked about a mutually beneficial exchange of energy, um, like in class and stuff. And that's kind of exactly what is going on with like these relationships, even though Leo's literally forming a friendship with a robot dragon, like he still has a connection to this like entity through his father, through this God. Um, and he is just naturally able to connect and to communicate better and they're better able to serve each other through it. And I just think that's a really cool, like theme that like Rick kind of buries, but like, like he covers it openly in a way of like, some of them can talk to animals, but like, it's like, when you think about it, it's kind of very touching and it's another way that like, I don't know. Like, I feel like Rick has a grasp on like empowering specific communities of people. Yeah. I think that's a great point. And it makes, it just makes me think about like, like the gods as like gods, as a concept, like theologically speaking are manifestations of nature. Like they're explanations for the natural world, for the things that like aren't humans that humans can't understand they're supposed to represent a bridge between humanity and nature. And like demigods are a further step of that. They're the connection between gods and man, but also therefore gods and the natural, or then humans in the natural world. And I, I agree, like we see that a lot. We see that with, with Jason and, and Lupa. We see it with Leo and Festus. We see it all over, like with how Percy interacts, not only with sea life, but also with with water and with nature, um, and like the obviously the first series environmentalism is a huge theme that is drawn out through it, specifically through Grover. And I, I do think that's an important lesson that we can take away from these books, or that that Rick is trying to teach, is like drawing that connection, you know, almost like a spiritual way between like yourself and the world around you like just the theme of like you affect the world around you and i think the fact that like gia is the the main villain of of this series is important to note where it's like we're talking about the separation of humans from the physical world around them how do you connect with that world spiritually how do you except that you are part of this world that may seem out to get you, which is just a great theme for a young adult. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) I had a thought and it just totally left my brain she flew away she did goodbye thought be gone (laughs) be gone thought (laughs) but actually please come back there's also like i think connection is an interesting theme because it means so many things because connection is relationships like, but it's specifically like the relationship itself, if that makes any sense. Like the connect, like connection is the idea of a relationship, n- not the two parts as individuals, 
because I think that's what the, what the word relationships implies, but the connection implies the like the space in between two two individuals, two ideas, two energies. Yeah, and like all of what it takes to create it. Yeah, I think that's that's an interesting thing that's put forward in um, Leo's connection to Hera is really interesting. And also, like, maybe special treatment. Like, the rest of the our here heroes don't, like, have this history with her. So why did... Why was Leo the target of both Hera and Gia? Yeah. I don't know. I don't have an answer. I don't think it is answered. I would like to look for that answer as we <laughs> reread these books. Because that confused me. Yeah. But there is some like deeper special connection that Hera is fostering with Leo specifically, at least in this book. Yeah. And why? We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I think also if we're looking at relationships um, or just examining, I guess, the definition of relationship and where it falls in, I guess, proximity to the realm of the world connection. Um, It's almost like when you look at Jason and Piper, it's like, what is a relationship in the absence of connection? Or like, I, I, I guess there's kind of no way for them not to have a connection because they form something in the absence of the expected connection. You know, so it's like they st- and that's why I think they managed to like get along and like kind of not just drop each other completely as like acquaintances um, because they acknowledge that there is still connection in the absence of the expected connection. Um, it's just very. I don't know, but I, I think in a way it's a little good for them because I think expecting a specific kind of connection or relationship from another party can get a little dangerous sometimes. Um, And so it's really good that they kind of are on the same, albeit meta like foot (laughs) at the beginning of the, like his conscious story, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, I think I like the point that you make about how an absence of connection is a connection. Like, this is going to sound really, like, we're getting really meta and, like, cheesy. But it's like, everything is connected. Everything is intertwined. Um, um, I like intertwined. I know it's intertwined, but intertwined... It feels right. Like, it feels like the past. Because I think interwoven is what we're thinking of. I I like intertwined. (laughs) Intertwined. Keep going. Thank you. Um, Things are intertwined. And um, I'm a little vamping because I lost my thought. Um, But there there are uh, spider webs and we are all connected in one big web of love and connection. Um, oh, my point was, there we go. 
that the absence of relationships can be a connection in itself. Like you can relate any two things together because the the absence of a relationship is also a relationship in, a, in and of itself. Like what does an orange have in co- common with a cat? I don't know. They're, they're, but the fact that they're not similar is a connection. Yeah. Or it's, it's like orange though. Yeah. Or it's like, you know, like we have, <laughs> please. <laughs> it's like we have words in the dictionary to distinguish our degrees of separation from people for a reason like stranger is a word you know Mm -hmm. what a good point i think that's why jason's relationships with piper and leo is so interesting and with jason's relationships with everyone in this book are really interesting because of that complicated connection in which I like they use the word stranger because essentially Jason is strangers with all these people himself but they have relationships with him on both sides where like Hera has given Leo and Piper these relationships with him but also like Lupa knows who Jason is like like she has an actual relationship that's not even a fake relationship but he doesn't know that so like he's a stranger to these people in his mind, but to them, they're not strangers. So like, I think tension comes in connection when the connection isn't the same both ways. Yeah. Yeah. How you, how you perceive other people and your life is so important. Mm-hmm. And like when that is in conflict with how you see yourself and how other people see you and how you see them. That's yeah. what our created. Yeah. And also past perceptions of others can taint current ones, you know? Like, if there's, like, a shadow of something else that someone did that influences, like, uh, you know, someone who occupies a similar position currently, you know, like, even though those people are actually completely different, like, that shadow can still be cast upon like the very wrong, inaccurate entity, you know? And like, that can be very damaging. Um, and like, I feel like that's very present in, I mean, that was Annabeth's whole thing, you know, with Luke is very much like, hi, like I got trauma <laughs> and hey. I, yeah. And like, I have this attachment to this person and it's kind of manifesting in ways that are not particularly healthy, but it, you know, it's all because of this relationship, this connection that like really fucked me up. And like, I just, I feel like a lot of the characters in this book kind of struggle with their connections, not being able to be compartmentalized in that way. But yeah. Neve, do you have anything to say? I feel like I have talked a lot. Oh, those were like, that was pretty much, I cannot remember what thought was in my head, but it was probably something like that. Like, I, I agree with all of the things y'all have been saying. Do we have a funny moment now? Whatever. Yeah. Call them funny moment now. Is the new- <laughs> like funny moment now. <laughs> Let me find it. 
this book is too long to find things in. It really is. I completely agree. We have read so much and so little of it. I know. It hurts. <laughs> Okay, my line is, Aphrodite took my snowboarding jacket, she mothered, muttered, <laughs> mugged by my own mom. <laughs> I literally picked that one too. That was so funny. Stop copying me. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that, that line really stood out. No, it's so fucking funny. Let me, I had a backup. Let me try and find that one. Okay. Honorable mention to the first Leo paragraph that we read at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. I agree. Um, I have a couple. I think it's like one that only I'm going to find funny, but I'll do a more broad one that like I can tell is, you know, rich in comedic value first. So the last chapter for, in 14, um jason goes yeah cabin one a big honor the other cameras have told him sure if you like sleeping in, in a cold temple by yourself with hippie zeus frowning down at you all night aha aha i thought that was pretty good um but for some godforsaken reason i laughed my ass off at the opening line of chapter 13 just in bold jason dreamed of wolves like i <laughs> like <laughs> it really got me I love it. Teehee. So true. <laughs> so true, bestie. Neve, have you found your backup? I'm almost there. All right. I was trying to think of something clever to say while we, <laughs> to get, but I did not. I mean, the thing that's at the forefront of my brain right now is um, I just watched, well, earlier today, I've been watching Drag Race all day. I've been catching up on All Stars 6. And um, earlier today, I watched the lip sync um, between Kylie and I believe it was Manila. Um, Or maybe I'm thinking of the wrong set. Maybe Manila was a ginger. I don't remember. Or maybe it wasn't ginger. I don't know. But anyway, Kylie's lip sync, where she like did a back handspring into a middle split can't stop thinking about it. Cannot stop. I'm tired of pretending that Kylie Sandy Glove is not a mill. There, I said it. <laughs> no, I'm tired. Ah! <laughs> I mean, you're right. You're right. You're not wrong. I know. <laughs> um, I hate to switch this topic right now, but I did find it. That's good. Um, I was blustering. <laughs> it's you don't have wings, Leo said. The dragon snarl died. It tilted his head as if to say, why aren't you running away in terror? Hey, no offense, Leo said. You're amazing. Good God, who made you? Are you hydraulic or nuclear powered or what? But if it was me, I would have put wings on you. What kind of dragon doesn't have wings? I guess maybe you're too heavy to fly. I should have thought of that. And I just thought about the bees. <laughs> like carpenter bees that have like too big a body and can't support that weight. So... <laughs> Isn't that the beginning of the the bee movie? Yes. The no laws of aviation, bees should not be able to fly. Yes. Uh, I, I don't know. 
Never thought we'd bring oh. up the movie here, but anything's on the table. It's true. All right, who are our offerings for this week? I'm giving it to Leo. I'm also giving it to Leo. I we I can build so. it. I'm gonna give it to Leo's mom. Oh, that's true. Period. Just so she has one because that's yeah. He did die, therefore. She really did. Front runner. Front runner. <laughs> Upset when Leo got more than than his his dead mom, but he killed her, so it's uh, they both deserve it. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, it was an accident. <laughs> All right, who are we voting off the island? I, I, part of me wants to say Hera for putting a baby in a fire. Yeah. But also, he was fine. Yeah, I, I can't think of anyone in these chapters who like stands out to me as doing a bad job. Jason was incompetent in that last chapter. I guess. So he deserves one now? No, in the last chapter of the section. Oh, I thought you meant like the last chapters. I was like, huh? Um, He's like, where do we go? I don't know. Figure it out, Jason. That's not in the best job. True. Just some Jason slander. We at least one person every week needs to slander Jason, and therefore, yeah, we're very good at Jason slander. <laughs> like, who do I? I don't know. I don't know. No one did particularly horrible. I mean, um, yeah. I just had the stupidest thought. Do it. Um, my, oh my. <laughs> My vote off the island is for Percy. He should get found and stop making Annabeth upset. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> Percy for being lost. <laughs> get found, idiot. Stupid boy. Can't even be found. <laughs> Please. Um. Oh my god, I really can't think of anything. I mean, if I say something so like not even having to do with the book will will we forgive me yeah okay my car i had to get gas today your car for running out of gas yeah as cars do yeah (laughs) ava i get pretty good mileage this was a disappointment car use gas car get more gas it's just the rule of car. But it's such a tragic day when you have to get it. I do agree. I hate getting gas. I got down to five mil- miles to empty yesterday. <laughs> getting gas is normally a good experience for me. Well, I don't do anything. Well, I'm not a little. <laughs> I am legally not required to do anything. Have we ta- told about the podcast about how I was almost arrested in New Jersey for trying to pump my own gas? I hope we have. If you haven't heard, Brayden tried to pump his own gas in Jersey and almost got in trouble. 
I've never been. You would not have gotten arrested. You would have gotten fined. I know, but I like to phrase it like that because it's funnier. It is. I think we need to convince our listeners that you will get arrested in New Jersey if you pump your own gas. The fact (laughs) that you will get fined is also absurd, though. Yeah, fined is crazy. I feel like maybe just, like, get told that you can't. Like, it feels like a... You get told that you can't and then you keep doing it. Oh. Like, if you're at a gas station and an attendant is trying to help you and then they you don't let them help you, then you get fined. Mm. It's, it, honest mistakes are, like, fine because it's the only state in the country who still does that. Obviously, people are going to be, like, caught off guard. Yeah, it was a shocking experience. It was terrible. Um, I was really upset. <laughs> it was very embarrassing for me. People do it all the time. It's not that bad. All right, folks, that is all for this week. Join us next week where we'll be joined by YouTuber Deja of Literary Princess. Um, and we will be discussing... Chapters 15 through 18 through the theme of beauty. Make sure to follow us on social media. We're at Return to Camp on every platform that matters. And we also have a coffee account and a website, returntocamp.com, and a Redbubble store. So check all of those out, too. Yay. Buy our stuff. See you next week. Bye.